0: A elimination Chamber Shadow pile Cash in my opinion. But no other than thank WWA. It's a good job. <coughs> Excuse me. Elimination Chamber event took place last night. In Philadelphia. It's actually a good show. I mean, well, you know, that might not be the popular opinion but I mean I know I enjoyed it for what it was worth I think that some fans in the WWE universe are more upset at the fact that they can predict what's going on instead of understanding that this is a performance highlighting and showcasing the skills and talents of the superstars that are selected to perform I think really that's, I think that's the major issue, you know. Like the, I, I talked about it before with them already having like the new heroes, you know, that have over that have captivated them and broken past certain barriers that uh, superstars of old had already set the bar for, you know, like uh, Dwayne Johnson. Cannot fly in real life, you know. But I'm pretty sure Black Adam might be able to. I don't know, I don't really know anything about the story, but the analogy makes sense. What works in this tense, uh, you know, your WWE superstars at the time seem to be invincible, but we've all seen them take losses here and there. Like even Goldberg took an L once or twice, so I can understand. Uh, where the upset nature is coming from but that doesn't take away from the show for me and it shouldn't take away from the show for the fans that want to be so critical of the product because it takes, at the end of the day, it takes away from the superstars and what they're providing us you know, like just this in-ring action and putting their bodies on the line all of that stuff that we all know and love about our WWE superstars uh, regardless of uh, the lines that they're fed to, you know, give to the WWE Universe each and every week, which, I mean, last night was good, coming off of a very, very rough couple of weeks on writing, but, and I mean, I'm saying this from that space of, okay, you thought you were gonna do one thing, and now here goes another one, because the script just got ripped up great. Ger, whatever. Anyway, uh, kickoff went well, the panel killed it, you know, everybody seeming much more comfortable. Uh, Charlie C was out there. What was it? Uh, I mean, co hosted with Coach. Uh, Coach, I think, was running point on all of it. Just, you know, the formula went well. Otanga did his thing. He, you know, raised really good points. Their predictions was real cool. And I mean, apparently, Pete Rosenberg got the special announcement or the press release that he was on the way back. So he killed the two. Shouts to I 97. Uh, Rosenberg is just so he's just so everywhere <laughs> you know so that's that was good to see him back on the show I almost want to say let's see uh Sam Roberts and Rosenberg have a, a WWE conversation but I think they're both you know fulfilling the same role so you know one is fine you know, either way uh, to these results. The kickoff had the Viking Raiders taking on Hawkins and Ryder. I guess just getting everybody on the show, getting as many people on TV as possible, attitude of gratitude, you know, so that was, you know, just walking in with that made me not roll my eyes right before I almost did, you know, so. And then, you know, they went out there and they had a pretty good match for the most part until the Viking Raiders completely dominated, which was like the obvious outcome. That's the prediction that I'm not mad at because I mean, whatever, these guys are going in there and they're not, you know, they're, they're putting their bodies on the line. They're really like, you know, they now they now now Hawkins and Ryder had an opportunity to really, you know, show what they're capable of, get some good offense, and, and it's like, all right, now that's what's up, you know. So we had a cool, cool couple moments from them that rough Rider to Hawkins from Ryder, but the reverse. It was with a match to uh, to turn, and it was actually very good. I thought that was uh, a fun element to add to it. Make these guys, you know, just get a little, just the blundering, you know, but whatever. Uh, So that was a good opening. Uh, I mean, just in general for the kickoff. I thought the kickoff was two hours. Thankfully, it wasn't. Like, why would it be two hours for Elimination Chamber? But either way, just an hour long. It was good stuff. Uh, Opened up the main show. With the match that I was actually, uh, I want to say, looking forward to on such short notice, but we got to see uh, Drew Gulak take on Daniel Bryan in uh, exhibition. You know, some called it a masterclass, you know, in the technical uh, sports entertainment. But it was not, it was really, really good between the two. You know, we all knew that these guys were great. Uh, Bryan has been talking about Drew Gulak since the Cruiserweight Classic. We never really got to see him shine too much while he was riding the train to work, but there were moments where he got to really show his character. Last night, he got the chance to really show what he's capable of in the ring, and uh, never forget your roots, but this ain't no Evolve show. It ain't Mania quite, but this is a great stage to really be able to showcase that, and he did. Daniel Bryan gave him the girl rub after the fact Which was awesome, he played humble He didn't rub it in his face, you know It's like, and, you know uh, Gulak tried to call out holes in the game DB still picked up the victory And was humble enough to say Man, you actually did take it there, you know Like, I challenged you But I didn't expect you to, you know Answer the challenge uh, You know, so, so, so Professionally, (laughs) let's just use that Uh, With that that was that was good stuff. For I like I like how DB did that. And man, look, I'm, only gonna, I'm I don't do this too often, but I'm definitely proud of you, gabo You killed it out there. Uh, next up, we had the United States Championship with Andrade taking on Umberto. Man, look, Umberto is too graceful. That's what it is with this guy. He's graceful. We need to see Umberto throw a couple more power moves in. We need to see Umberto use some of that grace. To make these moves a little more impactful You know like The fanciful move set Is nice But the, With all of these losses this guy is taking It's like alright The upstart that just can't pick up a victory Bruh You'd be better off throwing ricochet in there for something like that If that's how we gonna run it But I mean I guess Carrillo has a little bit of a different look And you know the the Latin flavor If you will so, whatever. That's fine. Um, it was a good match between the two. It was moments where I couldn't see all of it. But ultimately, I believe uh, Andrade did pick up the victory after a bunch of crazy uh, pennant predicaments and roll-ups. I think Andrade grabbed the tights. And he's still champion. He had a good little promo after the fact. He's, you know, I think he called himself the face of Latin America or something like that. That, that shit was flames so that was good uh Zelina looked happy about it she cut a real dope promo leading into the match but i mean Lamon Yanco always kills it on promo she needs to just remain calm and keep on going like she got the title don't don't act important now you know what i mean just act like this is what you does and keep that same uh, that that got hot sauce picante flair with it you know what i mean like i, I like that Thought it was really, really good stuff. So that was um, that was cool. Next up, we had hold uh, well, on, pardon me. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships inside of the Chamber. Now I'm not about to try to call. Out, well, actually, I'm gonna try to call out the teams. We had Lince Dorado and Grand Metalik. Representing the Lucha House Party Where's Kalisto? Is Kalisto okay? Is he injured? I don't even know But if he is injured Hope he gets well soon Need to see the uh, Need to see these three back together Just because they're You know, they're a staple for I don't want to say the cruiserweight division I don't even want to say the tag division It's like the enhancement entertainment You know what I mean? But these guys are actually really good And they all can go So, whatever Anyway Uh, New Child's Party Uh, Heavy Machinery, Rudy Ziggler Uh, New Day, Miz and Morrison And The Usos Did I miss anybody? I think that was six teams Uh, Great match Bunch of crazy spots Extremely comical moments From just that space of Oh my god, are they okay? You know Uh, I want to say two of the top Three spots in the chamber Took place Throughout that match, I wanna even—I wanna even say throughout the evening. You know, like uh, honorable mention would be uh, Lindsay Dorado falling through the cage. You don't want these things. Actually, three moments. But yeah, him him falling through the cage, feet first, was a little crazy. Or jumping through—that was a little crazy. Uh, that shooting star pressure on the top—it was beautiful. I thought it was—it was cool to see everyone you know, scramble toward the center of the ring and start fighting in order to catch him. And we all could tell that Lince was up on the cage doing something. You know, they didn't have it on screen for us at home. But you could tell it was going on. The superstars were a little loud, but you could see past things like that only because, nah, man, this is, there was so much going on. This is a chaotic environment. So whatever, it, it was fine. I wasn't upset with how that was playing out at all. Pardon me. We still good? All right, we are good. Um and oh man, they didn't even throw a replay up. But my man Tucker hit what like I think it was like a 450 or so, or something. Like if 450 ain't the number, bro, he hit some form something. But that front flip off the top of the damn pod, yo. Tucker got so many points last night, and he's just been on a roll all week. So good on him, real good on him. I was. That was dope, man. Like they need, he needed that, just so he doesn't get eclipsed by Otis, because it is not hard to do so. Tucker is no small man, but Otis is still clearly larger than him, you know. Uh, but no, jokes to the side. It was a very, very fun elimination chamber match. They were safe for the most part, but they did have their impactful moments. Otis went flying through the damn pod. To the outside of the ring I thought that was just classic You know that was quite the moment The sound on it was hilarious All of the stuff that led into that Was just great you know So it was just a good moment for Otis It was wild uh, Ziggy and Ruth they were, they, You know everybody had a good moment I heard Kofi was botching a little bit What that's what they were saying New Day rocks bro Power positivity Keep on sharpening up I, Kofi you good bro You go with me He was killing it and get well soon, Xavier Woods, which they had on their outfits, which was very, uh, you know, it was heartfelt, but that was kinda cool to, you know, see them doing that for their mans, like that's what's up. So um, yeah, it was a good Elimination Chamber tag team match with Miz and Morrison uh, picked out or pulled out the victory. And in what would be unsurprising fashion, not underwhelming, you know, but I had a feeling these guys were gonna uh, pick up that victory here, just because of how they got, you know, uh, tossed into the match in general with just, like, random referee call from backstage to the sidelines with Greg, and like, what? But whatever, so, um, that was fine. Uh, what do we have next? Pardon me. Uh, we got Alistair Black taking on AJ Styles in the no-DQ match. Gallows and Anderson in the ringside. This was a little bit odd. Uh, a little, little off, oh, Just a little. I was, I was, uh, you know, it was a slower-going match. Uh, Gallows and Anderson didn't really jump into the match too much. I guess they wanted to try to keep it fair. AJ was saying he didn't necessarily need the help anyway. You know, so it's like, well... All right, then, AJ, if this how you want to call it, bro, like, we're not going to tell you not to do it, you know, but go ahead get it popping. And he did just that. Alistair kept it, kept it. you know, official the whole time. He did not, he didn't back down. He was trying to fight, you know. They both had a good match for the most part. They both, it was it was good on AJ and Black. I, I, I don't want to say I expected more. Because I was technically, that was that was what I expected. It was just hard to follow up on a night like that. You're midway point of the show. You're keeping things somewhat interesting. So the match was starting to drag just a bit. You want it to be a little faster paced with, you know, guys at this level, you know. But I guess they may have been just getting acclimated with each other. Maybe tonight we'll get a rematch. I don't know. Maybe it's still antiquated. Maybe it's not. Are we in? Are we in a d- different era again in WWE? I am don't know. I'm, I'm kind of joking about this, but it doesn't even matter. Uh, heading toward the end of the match, Gallo's Anderson do jump in. And then we get the, uh, the, the bell gong or the, what is it, the dong that hits. And out comes Taker. Holy shit. I almost suspected it, but then it's like, you don't want to say, oh, Undertaker's going to make an appearance. You don't want to just assume these things. You don't even you don't even want to call out the dead man too much. But well, my man AJ's totally been on a tear just being, you know, uh, this is the good, cocky AJ Styles as a heel that, you know, you can get into in a way. And, uh, you know, thinking he's like the greatest superstar of all time. The way this is looking, he is not about to beat The Undertaker at Mania. It would be beautiful, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how I would feel about it personally, you know, like we, I like AJ great, a great deal, but come on, Undertaker's Undertaker, bro. like, hands down, don't, 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 fuck with the Reaper. So AJ was tempting the duck, trying to mess around with Alice the Black, and then, you know, tried to call out Taker from the pin on Roy, he came, and Taker came out, hit a cool little choke slam. Dope shit. The way he turned out with the gong and the light, the blackout flames. I thought that was awesome. And then Alistair the Black hit the Black Mask. AJ sold it the only way, only in the way that AJ would know how. You know it was great, and that was that victory. Uh, what we got next? The Raw Tag Team Championships were on the line. Next, we had the Street Profits taking on Buddy, well, yeah, Buddy Murphy and. Uh, Seth Messiah Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah and his disciple. And I mean, yo, Seth gets better each and every time he gets out there with this little little character gimmick that he's pushing. I think it's just so comical to see him in this like Pope-like state. I almost want to call it a trance. But no, like, he's just, uh, you know, he's doing his thing, he's really in character. And, I mean, it's like he's so peaceful, but then he could be so dangerous at the same time, which is just like, you know, this is, this is fun. All of the complaints that the WWE Universe have had about Seth Rollins and whatever in the most recent months, I've not heard any complaints about it. I've heard actually high praise, ha, no pun intended, for the Monday Night Messiah and his, and his disciple. Had ALP out there too with them. Uh, you know. Austin's on raw this Monday for 36, not this Monday, but I think next Monday for 316 days, something like that. So I'll leave it there with that. But um Viking Raiders came outside to uh I guess ambush. Uh, this this busies up the uh ALP, so they go fighting backstage. And later on, we get KO coming through the crowd with the popcorn, and he's watching, you know, he he distracts Rollins, and that's how the Street Profits pick up the victory. Now, let's not take anything away from Dawkins and Ford, because these guys, in my opinion, with the crowd interaction, their physical uh, capability in the ring, you know, from all three elements of the match that I look for, I think they're covering it really well. And the crowd interaction with their entrance, I think that would be a beautiful thing to look at at Mania if these guys are able to, you know, really just capitalize on some of the popularity they have. So 50% of that is them, but the other 50% is how they're booked moving forward going into Mania. I could only hope that these guys get, you know, uh, the, 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 the proper, you know what I'm saying, uh, the proper stuff to be able to go into mania and have the crowd just really go crazy i mean just to keep them into it you know like it seems like there's a good vibe out there when they go out there and they dealing with the crowd you know like they play off of each other well ford and dawkins so it's uh it was good stuff, and I'm proud that they, you know, retained the Tag Team Championships, regardless of how it happened. Next up, we had the Intercontinental Championship 301 handicap match. Cesaro, Sami Zayn, and Nakamura taking on uh, Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, this was, I had a couple moments with Braun, ultimately. Sami Zayn picked up the victory. It didn't matter who was going to win. I called out a form of dissension maybe in a couple of weeks with this. I don't know how it's going to play out. I know that Sami Zayn winning the championship was a welcome surprise. You know, like, I didn't expect Sami Zayn to win. But at the same time, I'm really not upset that he won either. I thought it was, that was, it was an awesome moment. Sami Zayn, has, he's been an extremely effective heel in the past couple of months i'm not a huge fan of sammy zane but just the just parts of the character you know like it's but it's all funny like it makes me laugh so it's like you know this might actually be better than what i want to give it credit for and last night really did show it so he killed that uh, Sami Zayn's new IC champion It's going to be interesting to see what he does with it The Cowardly Heel champion We have I haven't seen a good one since Seth was champion Long time ago So shouts to Sammy. You are going to see how this uh, plays out in the coming weeks And uh, the, the Women's Elimination Chamber match I have no complaints about Was a little slower going We all wanted to see How Baszler was going to fare against The other five women she did about as good as she was going to be able to do, along with all of the rest of the women that went in there. Uh, one of the top moments was Liv getting slammed into the pod. Crazy. Uh, Sarah Logan's music is great. These are just some of the small takeaways from the match. Uh, I, I, you, you care so much about some of these veterans like Natalia. And you want to see, you know, like them do well, but then it's like, oh man, it's only a matter of time. And I mean, you don't really, I don't want to say you don't expect Natty to win, but you, you know, I wouldn't have been mad if Natty would have got a little bit further along in that match. Shit did get crazy though. Um I can say that Ruby Riot looked good. All of the Riot Squad stuff I was fine with. I wasn't mad. One stepped out what stood out to me was the entrances. It's almost like, dang, Elimination Chamber only comes around once a year, so they only get to do that walk around and looking in the pods and doing a quick stand. Like, that's the good type of stare now. Sarah Logan slammed her head against the shit. That was fire. Oh, my God. Sarah Logan gets to practicing because you could be next. Never know. Like, you could really get, you know, she might be able to get there, you know, like, with the universe because her music fits now. And, I mean, I think she has a little bit of that aggression that everyone's looking for. Um, what else? I don't want to forget anybody. Oscar, uh, shouts to Kyrie for coming out with her, cause she couldn't really sit ringside. That makes sense. But um, yeah, Oscar's hand. I I don't know if it's kayfabe injured, real life injured. I think it was real life injury. But why would she be cleared for action? Whatever. Anyway, um, Oscar went in there, and I mean the whole stare down between her and Basil, The long time it took to get to that point. You know, it was okay. It, it it was alright. some people don't uh some people aren't happy about that, the, the long wait. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, let's just let's just see what else Baszler got. She went in there and she was dominant the entire time, so you know, that meant something. And uh we'll just see how things progress moving forward. Clearly Baszler picked up the victory. I think nobody expected anything differently. I think some people were mad at the fact that it had to get to that point in that way, but we all seen it happening like that anyway. So, Basil did good. Now her and Becky. Let's see how Becky responds. Becky was backstage looking normal, thank God. And uh, because the, the them Elton John jokes, I wasn't even... I didn't even make an Elton John joke, I don't think. Everyone else did, and they just ran with it. So, please, let's just keep that in mind moving forward if we're to keep Becky looking strong regardless of who wins at Mania, but I think Becky should definitely uh, I would say Becky should retain at Mania only because this can definitely solidify her as women's champ I would, even after Mania whatever, we'll just see how it uh, plays out, but that was Elimination Chamber, shouts to that, it was a fun show be responsible with your power folks I'll catch y'all next time, peace